the following takes place between 9 a.m. and 10 a.m. All right, it's time once again for Image Home Improvement Live, and that's like just like uh, McFadden and Whitehead says, ain't no stopping us now. God, it's been, Dan, how many years it's been? I think we're in year 11, going strong, and, and you know, it's August already. And we never wow. run out of material. And it's, it's, we never, ever, ever run out of material. I'm one, why do you think that is, Dan? Oh, sure. Ask him when hint, he's having a coughing fit. Hint, Good job, hint, Steve. Hint, hint. <laughs> what causes that? Well, because people don't hire professionals. No, it's gonna, what causes that? Because I have a tickle in my throat. That's why I cough. No. Uh, but no, seriously. <laughs> I love it. I, you know, nothing like having a little fun on the show. But anyway, if you if you haven't checked this out or if you found just found us on Star Worldwide Networks, you could actually go check us out, StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Check out our, our landing page there. Also, Image Home Improvement Show, the official website for the show, has uh, all our archive shows plus product reviews and a whole bunch of other video stuff that we'd li- like to see and show you because... Seeing is believing. When you see certain things, like we describe certain things that we paint, great pictures on the show of the different projects on on how to do certain things to take care of your house. But you know what the rage is now online? It's all video. And you're talking about video segments. You go online. What's what's the first thing you do when you want to go do something on your home and you want to try and do it yourself? You Google it. You Google it. And where did you go? YouTube. YouTube. Ding, ding, ding. That's right. Everybody goes to YouTube and they are actually looking. Now, I've seen... I've Googled some stuff just to see what's online. And some of these YouTube videos, which is really, um, I, th- I think they were shot with somebody's phone. Mm-hmm. But they were done really bad because these people, these people could, you know what, these, this could be like a casting call for a home improvement show. And all the people that, remember that when you used to see, they used to show the people like on American Idol that didn't make it. They used to make a show of all the bloopers or all the, People that you'd sit there and watch, and you'd laugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, they were bad. Why did they ever think that they could sing? Well, why did they ever, these people ever think that they could go on video and try and teach people and show people how to do something when they had no? Can you, can't even no, open a paperclip. Well, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I mean, you can, they're just they're just no way to say it. It's just horrible. But the pr- point is that when you're like everything, you kind of know that everything that's on the internet is not. Especially true. Good, or the proper way of doing something, especially when you're going looking for help. So I would suggest if you look up a special, specific topic that you can't find on our website for the show, and you look up a specific thing that you would like to try and do as a DIY project for your home, don't just look at one, okay, and expect that if you have no clue what it is, go check out a few of them like everything else. When you go get a bid for a home for your project, they always tell you you get three bids, okay, because you're going to talk. There's a lot of things that goes into the bid. Well, there's a lot of things that goes into looking at a video. You need to make sure that, you know, between the two or three that you look at, that there's some kind of commonality between them. And again, you have to make that determination whether or not it's, it's it's correct. What you're watching is correct. And it doesn't hurt to pick up the phone and call us 
at Image Home Improvement. If you have a, a, a question and you want to try something, don't feel that you know that you're obligated. You can always call us uh, here on the show at 480-421-0640, or you can give us a call during the week at the office at 623-580-0901, and we'll answer all your questions, and we'll see if we can help you make the right decision whether or not you think you have the skills to try and do this project or not. And a lot of times people turn around and they say, well, you know, that's that old saying, you know, it's above my pay grade. I don't (laughs) think I'm going to do it. Well, then you go and pick up the phone and we'll come out and take care of your problem. But Dan, you know, one of the things that we talked a little bit before the show that I want to make mention of is Dan had showed me a picture of a house that he had (laughs) inspected that, we could say was sinking into the sunset. Tell us a little bit about that project, Dan. This was out in our lovely Apache Junction. And so what had happened is this house was built in 55, 1955. Well, I was hoping it wasn't 1855. Well, it was was in tough shape because um, by the time I'd already figured out that we had two walls on the exterior and we had two roof, over the top, Jeez. and then when I got out, because uh, every time I'd walk through the through the living room towards the front door, the front door was so far ajar that you could see sunlight at about one inch, oh my and God. and it opened up and it would swing itself shut, it would slam shut all the time. So then I got nothing out. a bulldozer can fix. <laughs> so you know, exceeding the standards, I got out my laser level and yeah. took a shot from the kitchen across into the living room. And the that corner of the house dropped by six and a half inches. Wow, that's amazing! Well, I tried six to and tell a half my, inches. That, that when you think about it, that's that that's significant. And how how much of a span? How how much of uh, about, linear footage did that fall? In about uh, 150 square feet. In other words, a ten by ten room. That's pretty significant. Yeah. Not, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to slide off into the sun, it's so, so. But I tried to use a positive turn on it. If there's a leak in the house, they know where the water's going to go. That's true. Well, it's true. But when you think <laughs> about it, though, there are a lot of different ways that you can actually do that. But what's the first thing you should, you should do is call a qualified foundation expert. Problem is, these were on stacks of wood piers and then also just disconnected uh, roof joists that had no visible means of support this this place had been just <clears throat> poorly treated throughout its lifetime and it's just really had everything just done to it that shouldn't be done i mean this is the same house that i just told you about there was original roof then there's a secondary roof they put over it now that means there's major problems with that structure if you're having to do that for the roof you guys see that yeah. new slurry they've got out for foundations where if your foundation, or even they use it on roadways too, where they pump it into a crack yes. and it raises. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. absolutely. Right. Now there's pretty a, cool stuff. There's a couple of different things. You know, one of the old, that was the original thing what they used to do, but then they also have uh, another uh, product that actually actually was a sponsor way back when we were, uh, well, it wasn't that long ago, when we were doing TV a few years and ago. And they had the Helijack. They actually, yeah, we actually went down uh, south and actually went to a... Uh, uh, I think it was an assisted was I think it was an assisted living center that had a, a recreation room, and when the recreation room was actually, again, like Dan had said, has been setting you know sailing into the sunset, it was sinking, 
And it was really bad because there were splits in the drywall where all the drywall seemed together. So as this corner was sinking into the into the desert, the walls were cracking all the way up. It's zigzagging up, much like you see a um, a perimeter block wall fence when it starts to move. Yeah. Either get heaved from a tree or something. That's what happens. And what they had to do is they had to do piers down below. But what they call, they have this special foam injection that actually goes in and they could actually... Within an hour, they, they use the same material on runways for at airports mm. where they close off the runway, they drill the holes, they force the foam down into the hole, and when it expands, it actually goes back up to a certain point, and it levels out, and then before you know it, it's just, it's perfect. It's perfect. So, yeah, because uh, that, that was in, way back in the day when I was in the Air Force, that would have saved us a lot of grief on a lot of runways. We were always j- having the jackhammer out, <clears throat> repour, and uh, treat, and then get ready for fight the next day. You know, for you know, for runway use. Boy, that would have been nice. And then, uh, like that one house that uh, was dropping by six inches. The, th- the first, the other thing that attracted my eye is you could see where the outlet had been moved up the wall to stay at the same level. Really? Yeah. You see this series of holes where they've moved the outlet up. Oh my gosh! That's. I mean, that's really. I mean, that's. It's pretty incredible when you think about. That's good stuff. Yeah, I mean, when stuff starts to sink, you've got you've got to make. Especially now is the time where you'd see a lot of that foundation cracking because of all the monsoon rains that are so bad. And if your if your home isn't drained properly, all the water is actually. If you have a negative. Uh, drain towards your home. That's going to that's going to cause a lot of problems. And sometimes landscapers don't take that into consideration. All they're looking for is, well, hey, it looks good. You know, the frou frou. It looks great. Everything's great. I love my plants close to my house. But then on the other hand, too, if water isn't draining away, especially you you live in an area where your soil is expansive soil. Now you've got a big problem. Best thing mm-hmm. you could do if you buy a house in expansive soil is. Make sure that the property is, is graded and have the water draining away from the house. For at least also, the first 18 inches, easy. keep the sprinklers away. Please. Easy. And then also you should have also, one of the things that you see very rarely here in Arizona, and that's called gutters. Duh. Mm. What's, oh, the, what's that? Gutters, you know, look back east, you know, a house without gutters, you'd be in deep trouble. Because I thought those been, were just nesting places for the birds. Right. You ever have a <laughs> hey? You know, Steve. You ever have a, a, a ice dam in a gutter? Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. God, I look back in in New York. We had and those. if you look oh. in your attic, you will see mildew and rot. Oh, if you've I, got ice damming, it happened to me one time really? in my house in Chicago, and it was so bad. I mean, it, the water was just coming in the front window above the windowsill. You know, and uh-huh. I, I had to wait until... Uh, August. Well, yeah. <laughs> you had to wait until the thaw, and I had to have it repaired and everything. August. And so the next winter comes around. You know what I did? What? You know the heat tape you use for pipes? Yes. Uh, I, yeah. put, I put it on the bottom of the gutter, mm-hmm. and I plugged it in. And, you know, I, I weatherproofed it and everything. Never happened again. Well, see, there you go. See, that's yeah. why... That's another red flag for an inspector if he's in cold country. Yeah. <clears throat> if he sees one of those... Uh, Fences with the heat strip, but zigging, zigging, zagging across the roof. Oh, yeah. There's some ice damming going on there. Oh, There's yeah. some improper insulation because the attic is not ventilated and insulated. 
the well, right that way. house was also built in 1946. So, yeah. <laughs> well, but I, no, you're right. Gutters, you don't see that in Arizona. Yo, you, you, we you, don't you, need you, no stinking gutters. We don't need no stinking gutters. <laughs> That's true. That's right. I mean, those are things that uh, you actually have to make sure that keep it. That's again one of the first reasons I would turn around and say walk around your house and look for things. You know, we always tell people look at the stem walls of their home for termite tracks. Well, that's another thing. Suppose all of a sudden you see you notice some issues on the inside. That it's that the, sometimes will be the a a first sign more so than if you look outside because maybe you've got tile in the house. Okay. And you start to see cracking in the tile pieces or even in the grout starts to crack. And then if you see it in the drywall, now, you know, you've got a very severe problem. You've got to make sure that you've got to get that taken care of. At the stem, if you see big chunks of concrete spalling or falling off, that's another indication of too much moisture up against the stem. That's right, and then Dan will actually report it and be if that's a house that you're trying to sell, it'll be he'll be the deal killer <laughs> because that's going to be something that will definitely kill the deal if you somebody no, wants to buy your home. Not if it's not if it's maintained and taken care of properly, yep. it can sell. That's what you call me for. That's right. <laughs> that's all right. All right. That's right. When we come back, we got more Image Home Improvement Live coming your way right here with the whole crew. Don't go away. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. Sometimes you start a project with great intentions, and then it keeps getting bigger, and nothing makes sense, and it grows out of control. So how do you get all the parts and pieces in sync together? Fix it. Image Home Improvement. When it's time to call in a professional, go to imagehomeimprovement.com. Out of sight, out of mind. But what happens if the thing out of sight is hazardous to your health? I'm Danny Lipper with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about what you can do if you discover asbestos in your flooring right after this. Transform your kitchen or bathroom with a beautiful tiled backsplash all by yourself in as fast as one day with Simple Mat from Custom Building Products. Simple Mat is a unique double-sided adhesive mat designed to bond tile to backsplashes, countertops, and shower walls. No mixing of powder, no mess to clean up, and no waiting for the mortar to harden. Simply set the tile onto the mat, then grout. It's the quickest, easiest, cleanest way to install tile. Visit thesimplemat.com for more information. Available exclusively at The Home Depot. It was a common practice to use materials that contained asbestos in them in home construction prior to the mid to late 1970s. There are very specific guidelines for asbestos removal. However, according to the EPA, it is also perfectly safe to encapsulate the asbestos. For flooring, that means you can install directly over the old material as long as you don't disturb it. Ceramic or porcelain tile, stone, or a floating floor of any type would qualify. 
by encapsulating the asbestos without disturbing it, you have effectively removed any hazard. You can also pour a floor leveling compound on top of the old material in case the floor has any dips and divots. The key to safety is simply not to disturb it. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. This is Amber Sullins, Chief Meteorologist for ABC 15 News. Nightly, I update you with the most up-to-date and accurate forecasting of our valley's weather. The most accurate and cutting-edge information for your home can be found here every Saturday morning with Steve Dubell and Image Home Improvement live on the Double Wide Network. lounge around here doing laundry and putting up drywall, I'm at work busting my hump. Oh, please. From what I hear, you waltz in there at 1030, take a nap on the toilet, then sit around Googling your own name until laundry. <gasps> Who told you that? You shouted it while we were making love. <laughs> uh, <laughs> would, uh, would that happen if you were doing drywall? Yeah. You know, <laughs> and then you know what else could also happen? See, I do... Was hiding behind the drywall. Yes, you were. I'm glad social services didn't see this. Yes, I am. <coughs> oh, you coughed up some drywall. <laughs> That's what Dan's been doing this morning. <laughs> yeah, He's no been kidding. coughing up drywall. <laughs> Too much inspections. What can uh, I tell you? Oh, yeah. my God. I got to tell you. It's amazing. All right. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live, and we're here talking about all things home improvement. And one of the things that uh, we want to talk about and get into. We talked about a little bit about uh, the foundation issues that you're dealing with it. You know, the other thing is, you know, looking at a lot of these older homes, uh, the times that I am down in the Tucson area, you're actually looking at, I mean, I saw a home, Dan, the other day that was actually, it was, it was a house that actually, I would have to say, you know, I hear a lot of people turn around and say, you know, we're off the grid. no, this house had to be off the grid. It was in an obscure area. First of all, what's the first sign that a home is in an obscure remote area? Dirt road. Besides that? No electric lines. You're close. No, there were electric <laughs> lines. No water. No <laughs> cell service. Oh, no cell service. You can't get a you can't get a line out anywhere. So here I'm going to look for this house. And I couldn't find it. I go down this road, and it went. For, I knew I was in trouble when I the road went from asphalt to dirt. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, all you see is um, ruts in the road from the wash, from the storms that have gone by. Then I finally find the house. The driveway is even worse than the road. Dirt, oh, ruts going up. Now I get up to the house, get up the driveway. And then I'm looking at this house, and I can't imagine, because I saw it from the road, and it looked like it was a metal house because it was rusty. And it wasn't just the roof. I figured it's a metal roofed house, but then I thought, well, maybe there's accent panels or something. No, I got up close to this house. This house was actually sheeted in metal, the whole house. And it was rusty. It had a rust color because it wasn't... It wasn't painted. It's called a patina. Yes. Well. A rust patina. And it was it was pretty amazing. And it was almost like um, of, of a house that actually was built as a compound. But Lord knows it didn't look like my compound. No. But it was, it was completely steel. 
And I think she was being a little overly, uh, shall we say, paranoid about having a metal security door in front of her metal front entry door that looked like had one of those windows in it. Like when you go to the hospital, you know, those little long slit windows are about a foot long, maybe <laughs> maybe four or five inches high. Really, and that kind of like a prison door. Yeah, kind of like a prison door or somebody's in, in solitary in confinement. Those kind of windows. <laughs> you, you, and, had, you had you had three sets of doors. You go through the sally port to get into the inner workings. Yeah, I mean <laughs> it was it was pretty amazing. And I'm like, is and I of course I wanted to be as respectful yeah. as I could when I was there. I said, Can I leave? No, <laughs> no. I said, Is this is this the door that you want to put the security door? And I'm thinking like, why in God's name does she need a security door? When there's a metal door, and I'm not talking about a metal door that you would find if you went to, you know, your friendly neighborhood building supply company that actually where they would make a metal door. No, this was a flat door sheeted with metal, just like the house was. And I'm like, you're thinking, who in the world in their right mind is going to try and get in this house? Mm. And what do you think you're going to find inside? Somebody that's trying to be off the grid. Actually, I was thinking with all that metal, the roof is metal too. Everything, kind of a tinfoil thing. Everything. Can you imagine? Can <laughs> Somebody you imagine? wearing tinfoil. And she's sitting on top of this hill. Can you imagine what kind of lightning point this is in, in the I middle of monsoon a, st- storms? That I this, hope they have a lightning arresters on that. Place. I don't know, but it's all metal, and Lord knows if lightning hit this house, it'd be all over. But the shouting, it yeah. really would. I mean, it was just amazing. So. But uh, no, that's not a lightning strike. That's intense welding. <laughs> yes, intense welding. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. It was just pretty. It just it it, sh- it shocks me a little bit to see uh, some of these areas that are in. I mean, really rural because you know you think about Arizona. I mean, Phoenix is pretty pretty up to speed here when you think about uh, what are we now at fifth fifth largest fifth city? largest city fifth yes. largest city. Okay. Yes. So, but when you think, I think we're like tied with Philadelphia, we keep going back and forth. Yeah, I know we we overtook Houston back in what two thousand three or four, something like yeah. that. Yeah, but I think we go back and forth with with Philly. But you think about it, um, the some of the the way these these homes look from different parts of Arizona. You get into the rural areas, you could either have something that was done really nice or some of the other older areas i mean i think tucson is seems to be a lot older i think they also have areas that are where i think they need to uh i think that's why there's such an intense talking about politics earlier there's an intense battle going on between people that are running for office down there because i think that they seriously need uh a lot of their roads need to be updated because they are not as I mean, we've got bad roads up here, but not to the extent that I've seen a lot of those down there. There are a lot of older asphalt roads, and they haven't been, you know, like up here, they periodically go over and re- recoat them to protect them right. and level them out. These Some of these other ones down there, they need some serious help. So if you need, the um, best thing to do is stay in the newer areas if you don't want to get into some of these rural areas. but Stay up here in the more cosmopolitan area. Stay in a, well, there's nothing saying it's anything wrong with that, is that it's it's a little more rural, it's a little more quiet. It's uh, You better have four-wheel drive. It's like you better have four-wheel drive and make sure that you get away. But there are a lot of areas, and one of the areas that we're doing the flip 
home in Tucson. It's actually pretty very similar to some of the upscale areas in Scottsdale. They have the big lots, um, uh, <clears throat> wonderful, and I say that very loosely, HOAs. <sighs> that, yeah, I know, the HOAs, you know, just unbelievable. Um to be able to have, you know, you know we have a yes. show on the network that's devoted to that now. I know we've had we've had him on the show. Oh, you had right John on. Oh, oh, John's been on. We talked about HOAs. And, oh, you know, he's wonderful. Our wonderful love of them and what he actually does and how people can learn to live with them. Yeah, you know because it gets to be a little bit uh, hairy after a while. Yeah, you know, and and sometimes that the, these HOAs they overreach a oh. lot. <laughs> Into an area where, you know, you, you know, we live in America, you know, it becomes very intrusive. Yes, it does. It becomes very intrusive. It's in my backyard. none of your business. Well, that's true. <laughs> you know, and, but again, you know, they say if you could see it from the roadway. Build a bigger fence. You build a bigger, <laughs> well. We're yeah. going to need a bigger boat. Yeah. <laughs> that, that could be very troublesome, too, because not only will you get in trouble for the HOA. I mean, I've had people come up to me and say, I want to add a course to my block wall. I'm like, well, you better check a couple of things. Check with the city to make sure that you can do it, because it, physically you could do it, but it has to make sure that it passes that that uh, that smell muster test, as they say, where you could actually, it'll the city will okay it, and most importantly, the HOA, because sometimes the HOA will not allow you to do that because it will look different than the other homes. Well, then put a bougainvillea behind and let it grow over it. <laughs> well, there you go. All right. one, But you can see it from the street, Dan. All right. Now, once the bougainvillea is growing up there. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're going to come back and see if Dan can find any more bougainvilleas in the backyard of his house. When we return right here on Image Home Improvement Live. It's a thorny question. Good morning, honey. It's the weekend, and you know I have a long list of things that need to be done around the house. You know, some of them are a little bit complicated. Do you think you can handle the list? Sure, honey, no problem. You know I've been doing repairs around the house for years. I know, but sometimes you could be dangerous with tools. Remember the time you tried to change the water heater and put in a new one? That was the great flood of 2015. I don't want that disaster to ever happen again at our house. Maybe we should start listening to that contractor who's on the radio, Steve Dubell. He has a show called Image Home Improvement Live. Well, I don't know everything about our home, so maybe a little education can do us both good. Where can we find the show? Every Saturday morning, 8 to 10 a.m. on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Get your weekly dose of home improvement every Saturday morning on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Don't be a homeowner who's dangerous with tools. Call in with your questions. 480-421-0640. How many times have you had a plumbing emergency and didn't know who to call? When small problems become big emergencies, you need to call the experts at Curry Plumbing, a family-owned business with 25 years' experience. No job is too small or too large, and the work gets done right the first time, every time. Services include repair and replacement of leaky faucets, broken garbage disposals, water heaters, water softeners, and much more. Curry Plumbing should be your choice for all your plumbing needs. Give them a call today, 623-587-0234. Or check them out on the web, curryplumbing.com. 
Hi, this is Skip Bedell. And Allison Bedell from the Spike TV hit show, Catch a Contractor. We catch contractors that have left homeowners with unfinished remodeling projects. And if you don't want this to happen to you, listen to Image Home Improvement Live. Every Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. All right, we are back, and you are tuned in to Image Home Improvement Live, which should be part of your weekend lineup of entertainment, information, and just all-around good fun right here on Star Worldwide Networks as we talk about all things home improvement. And, you know, we always have a little bit of fun along the way. And besides that, you know, when Ed's in studio taking care of things, you know, we always try, you know... uh, just check in with Ed and see how his home is doing. What's happening, you know, at the Vanderlee residence? Has, I don't know. Is, I'm, is, nev- I'm is, never there. Is, <laughs> I'm never there. <laughs> He's never there. Oh, I my God. I don't know. All right. So, listen, if you're never there, okay, and I'm going to, this is a perfect segue into this. You know, if you're never there, guess what's happening in your backyard? There's probably dust, debris, Leaves, palm well, actually, trees. I, I take care of my maintenance, but that's because I have the right tools. Ah, okay. Very good. Ed. Transition. All right, great oh. transition. Okay, so Lady, anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what we call a segue, a in, segue radio. in radio. <laughs> yes. And we want to talk a little bit about one of the things that actually we had a chance to review uh, this week it was a, uh, a great product put out by Works, W-O-R-X. And they have a great new product called the Turbine Electric Leaf Blower. It's uh, it's the uh, Turbine 450. You can literally go online and check this product out. This got to, you know when you talk about the the special turbine fan technology that they use in vacuum cleaners. Mm-hmm. Okay, well this same similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the other it's end. A, it's a similar kind. <laughs> yeah, it's the other end. It's a some similar kind of technology that actually has. The airflow blowing out of this thing is just unbelievable. And plus, they've designed it in such a way that it's ergonomically great to be able to hold. It's not, you know, you don't have to... Hold your arm in a weird position? It doesn't feel odd. You actually hold it in a great position. And the most important thing is when you go out and you use it, there are a lot of different things. Now, a lot of times you go out... The blower, the the common blowers that are out there are only one speed. This being variable speed, I mean, you could literally go out and put it on low, and anything that's like, like out. Say you want to clean off an area on your patio deck that has a lot of people like to have plants and stuff outside. This won't blow your plants away, or even blow them, or uproot them, or break them. Okay. Then on the other hand, you've got other areas maybe on the on the deck that are that are dusty and like we get a lot of dust here through the haboob that comes rolling in. And, you know, Ed, Ed's still waiting for the haboob to roll in this week. The I'm big a, one. I'm a, I'm a haboob the, man. The, the big one <laughs> will actually come in and and you could actually use the the higher speeds to actually get this stuff and blow it off your deck. So there's a lot of different ways that you could use it. And uh, again, having a variable speed. Dan's laughing. I know Dan. Dan. Dan's what Dan could use it for. Dan's got a lot of different. You know, like toys he's got, from the grandbaby all over the yard, and just blow them all into one corner. Well, you know, <laughs> this could actually do that because it does have that actually that uh, turbine fan technology, which is very interesting. So I'd like everybody to go check it out. Go to Works 
Warwick.com. That's W-O-R-X.com. Check out. They've got a lot of different uh, styles of uh, these blowers there. You've got corded ones. You've got uh, battery-powered ones that are still very forceful. Uh, the airspeed in it is just incredible. It's anywhere between 60 and 120 miles per hour. So you can airspeed. part the waters of your pool. You know, it, it could be. <laughs> I mean, you know, thinking about that, you know, there's a lot of things, especially here, you know, you want to be able to get, suppose that you want to get a lot of that debris and stuff that uh, fast that's on top of your pool from one of these different things, instead of using that net and taking what, 20 minutes, half hour to just to clean your pool? Mm-hmm. You can blow it, at least get it all on one side to kind of like gather it so that you can screen it out and get rid of it. Mm-hmm. That works. You know, and that'll work. Any way to make your time a little more valuable and to actually enjoy your home. And have some fun with it. Too. And have some fun with it. And, and technology is always coming out with a lot of different uh, new things to actually help you, you know, not just in you know, the tool ways, like, for instance, they have those other uh, new saws out that came out a while back where they're very, you know, if if it touches, like, on a skill saw type or uh, any type of rotary saw that's a table saw, if you they tested it where you put a hot dog and it touches the blade, it stops automatically so it doesn't cut your finger off. So hmm. these, say, technology is always out improving. And the people over at Works have come up with this great new product, and I urge everybody to go out, check it out, and get one in your tool shed. So this way you've got it, especially in the fall, if people living in the Midwest and back back east, when the leaves start to fall, you want to have something that's powerful to actually collect all those. And I know my good friends in New York actually who have lots of land and uh, – Actually, what's the one thing they need to do? They need to get all the leaves together. So if you don't have the fortune of having something to, to actually try and gather them, like a lot of people back there have tractors to be able to try and gather the leaves together, this blower is a great way to do it. If you have a big property, maybe it's not big enough to use a tractor, get theworks.com and get yourself the new turbine blower. It'll save you a bunch of time. Right now, speaking of time, we got to go to break. And when oh we return, we're going to talk to Dan about his latest homeowner horror story. Oh, Don't boy, I've had a bunch. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Stardust Building Supplies 3 Valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. Tired of doing the same job over and over? I'm Danny Lifter with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about a permanent fix for one of those everyday annoyances around the house right after this. Beautify your outdoor living spaces with Pavestone's elegant collection of pavers, retaining walls, patio stones, and edging. Pavestone's easy do-it-yourself products have a unique way of transforming landscapes into beautiful dreamscapes. Discover how you can enhance your outdoor living spaces with attractive and durable interlocking patio stones, driveway pavers, steps, retaining walls, pathway edging, fire pits, and planters by visiting pavestone.com. 
When the screws that hold a door hinge in place get loose, you notice it pretty quickly. The door rattles and it doesn't close the way it should. So you break out a screwdriver and you fix the problem, you think. But because these screws are holding the weight of the door, they're under an awful lot of tension. And it's not uncommon for them to wallow out the wood they're driven into until they won't stay tight. Try this. Remove the screw completely and squirt just a little wood glue into the hole. Then insert a wooden toothpick or two. When they hit the bottom, you can simply snap them off flush. Now when you reinsert the screw, you'll have something to bite into as you drive it in place. And you'll have one less chore on your to-do list. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Good morning, honey. It's the weekend, and you know I have a long list of things that need to be done around the house. You know, some of them are a little bit complicated. Do you think you can handle the list? Sure, honey, no problem. You know I've been doing repairs around the house for years. I know, but sometimes you could be dangerous with tools. Remember the time you tried to change the water heater and put in a new one? That was the great flood of 2015. I don't want that disaster to ever happen again at our house. Maybe we should start listening to that contractor who's on the radio, Steve Dubell. He has a show called Image Home Improvement Live. Well, I don't know everything about our home, so maybe a little education can do us both good. Where can we find the show? Every Saturday morning, 8 to 10 a.m. on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Get your weekly dose of home improvement every Saturday morning on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Don't be a homeowner who's dangerous with tools. Call in with your questions. 480-421-0640. Most of us have our charity of choice that we give from the heart to support. Did you ever wonder, where does the money go? How much do I really know about the charity I support? Where can I go and learn more about these nonprofit organizations? Every Monday at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula is your source for this information. Know the report before you support. Donate wisely, not just from the heart. Remember, Mondays at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula on the Double Wide Network. Hi, I'm John Weisbart, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing, and tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs, and left unattended, those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live, and we are talking a lot of home improvement stuff today as well as uh, we've uh, had a couple of detours going off. Not quite no, the deep end. we never detour. But, you know. Hey, it's been fun. You know, but it, these are things that we actually do on yeah. on the weekend, and we want to make sure that uh, you always get good information. But on the other hand, too, you know, it, Ed, it, gives, us, it gives us the impression that people know that we're real <laughs> you know, it's not like some of these shows that you watch what, what? on TV. Oh, where I they're, see you, okay. you know, what I say where they're fake. You know, it's yeah. all show. It's an act yeah. and everything else. No, we're in the trenches every day talking about the different things that affect people's lives when it comes to their home. Right. And Dan, Dan actually, you know, Dan, you know, his Dan has actually been, you know, above the house. He's been in the attic. He's actually been below the floor in the crawl spaces 
between the ground and the floor like some of those and that was that just that, that was just his wedding night. And that was just <laughs> 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 that was funny. That was good. Anyway, we're not even going to go there. Anything after that, but yeah. I mean, you know. But these are things. You know, I, Ed, can you imagine, like at night, you know, when he's going to bed, you know, and he's thinking, and he has these nightmares, and all of a sudden he starts screaming, you know, like. You know, get out from underneath the house. Yeah, it's going to fall. People. What what his wife must think? Well, I don't. I don't, uh, well, don't want to go there. I don't no. want to go there. But uh, I think what um, you're trying to allude to is some of the nightmares I've had. I walk up to. That's the problem. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's true. That's right. Some of those <laughs> nightmares you walk. Well, tell us a little bit about because we were talking about. I had so many on this one house. I'm still, you know. Going through therapy on it. Uh, <laughs> really? Has it been that bad? Was it? Did uh, it leave that this way. an impression on you? Yeah. Okay. A gas water heater okay. in the house. Okay. With no flue, all the combustible, all the all the stuff cooking off from that from that gas water heater, blowing right up into the house. Nice. No what? flue, nothing to vent it out through the roof, so we don't kill everybody in the house. And had, was it made like that, or was it somebody decided? This was to a do flip. It? I don't know. Oh, it was a flip. Well, that explains it. The guy, the, guy, the person flipping it, didn't know what he was doing, or he got uh, Palo Verde Bob to come in, change it, and then he took <laughs> off, and he gave him one of those taillight warranties. Yeah, <clears throat> that's just like the uh, window AC in the same room that's uh, held up by two one by twos. Nice. <laughs> and oh. they put it right to where the glass wasn't broken in the window. Well, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That they broke the sense. glass to put the wind. The, anyway, all right, we're gonna we're gonna show our we're gonna show our age here. But Ed, do you remember way back before they had central air conditioning, and when we lived back in New York and Chicago? When I remember my dad when I was a kid, he'd go upstairs like April. He'd go upstairs and he'd get he'd have he'd had a different air conditioner, one for the living room, one yeah. for the bedroom, and he'd go out and we'd. Take out, take out, slide out the guts, and then open the window up and screw it into the frame and get yep. it all in there. And mm-hmm. you know, sometimes there might be a block under the window on the windowsill to keep it because it was so heavy hanging out the window, <laughs> and then put it all together. I mean, it just it, and then you see some of those funny older TV shows where where somebody tried to do that. What happens? It just it falls troop, out, falls right out the car. window and then falls on somebody's car, you know, down below. It's parked on the That's street. That's where you shut your window. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. What? It must have been a guy up above us. Meanwhile, you're on the top floor. <laughs> there, was a, yeah. there was a TV show or movie I saw one time and that happened and the guy just watched it go down, landed on a car, shut the window, turned around and said, Honey, the air conditioner broke. (laughs) (laughs) Well, where is it? Well, it's in the roof of somebody's car. I remember when my father had uh, central air put into the house uh, that we had, and it it was just, like, so wonderful. Oh, yeah. And then he got the first month's electric bill, and it's like he turned it off. It's like, well, why did you just spend all this money? (laughs) Well, you know, it's it's called comfort. Well, see, the other thing is the houses were not up to speed to keep the cool air in, and they were just losing it like crazy. Well, yeah, I mean, you know. Because when I was a kid, when we got a VAP coolers Mm -hmm. here in Arizona, we thought we were kings. We've got cool air moving across this at night, we don't sleep on the porch where we're getting eaten by the bugs outside. Yeah, yeah. People, people think that that wasn't the truth, but yeah, with people, you know, what they when I couldn't believe it when 
I heard somebody tell me the history of a, of a an evap cooler, or better known to some people as swamp coolers. Yeah. Okay, that they were actually they they take burlap sacks, uh-huh. wet them down, and hang them on the porch. And when the wind blew through the burlap <laughs> sacks, that's how you got your cool air from the that's from right. the wet. Or burlap. you take a you take a box fan, you put it in the window, and you put two pieces of cardboard on either side. Yeah, to, yeah. you know, and that's that, and then you put the burlap. The wet burlap over the box fan. Right. And there's yeah. your air conditioning. And there's your air conditioning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they went to the whole house fans. Oh, yeah. Oh, I still come to some of the older homes. I'm still finding the old whole house fans in the hallway to suck all the air out of the house and up and out. But they forgot about one little thing. Letting them have enough air in the attic yeah. to let that air out. So it's just sitting there just building up building static. Up, building up. Well, hey, you know, but that's why they have, that's why they have gable end vents. Boy, they were acting like jet engines. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, that's what happened. But t- t- that's where all the insulation went to. When you think about this, okay, a lot of the older ideas, like you know, exactly like you said, for swamp cools, actually uh, were the beginnings of some of the most current technology that we have today. And obviously, it's just something that we have to. You know, we have to work through. Not every technology is, is you know, the best it could be because it's always improving. I can remember sleeping on the porch with the cheap sheets hanging outside and just kind of keeping things cool in the, in, the, in the summertime. Well, you know, those are things. Fortunately, a little bit back in New York, we couldn't do that. No, you couldn't do that. We had, I, mean, I, I, couldn't lock, I couldn't lock the sheets, Dan. And you, and you <laughs> couldn't have swamp coolers back there. I mean, like right now in Arizona... The humidity is so high, you can't use it. No, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's it. Well, you get to that well, point where it, the humidity you just turn off the water. Well, the humidity yeah. the humidity is so bad. I mean, it's just it gets to be this hot. And what was it the other day? Somebody had told me they were back. We're back. Um, we're back east. I think it was like eighty degrees, and you know, and they had like eighty four degree uh, humidity. Yeah, and that's exactly what we had. We had here one morning, and you think about that in the desert from a humidity factor that, you know, the only time you get up that high is ex- during monsoon season. Oh, yeah. That's right. And that's the only And we're, we're at the peak of it right now. Yes. I, yes. Okay, let's, let's take a look, okay? okay? We're live right now. It is yes. 948 in the morning, and here in Scottsdale, Arizona, it is 91 degrees. The humidity is 44%. That's huge for us. Yeah, that's right. The dew point is 66%. Yeah, or 66 degrees. So, I mean, Once you're over 55 for dew point, EVAP coolers don't work. Yeah. So in the desert, for people that are listening to us uh, outside of Arizona, anything above 25% is a lot for us. It's a lot. It's sticky. Yeah. (laughs) It's very sticky. But it's a dry heat. Well, it's a dry heat. (laughs) By the way, what has Walter been saying lately? Oh, uh, he, you know, Walter, he's what, just... What has uh, he been saying lately? You know, because he's... Uh, when we see in August, we are in Phoenix. August in Phoenix, Arizona. Your agent is a moron. <laughs> it was 112 three days in a row. Uh, what do all the locals say? That it's a dry heat. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> Like he always said, like he always said, you know, like a barn fire, yeah, is is a dry heat. 
That's but you, right. but you don't see me sticking my butt in the middle of a of that fire, do you? You know, <laughs> when, when people start making fun of that, and oh yeah, the dry heat, oh yeah, la, 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 la. I say, you know what? I ain't got to shovel heat. That's right. You don't That's shovel. Right. We don't <laughs> shovel heat here. I said, you go ahead. You 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 stick with your snow and your cold because heat's uncomfortable. Cold hurts, and yes. the ice hurts to fall, and all the stuff that goes with uh. slippery, icy. Rainy stuff. Yeah, I mean it's always God, I, fun. I remember. That. I remember talking about you know you know. See, that's the one thing you can't really do a lot when it comes to taking care of like doing any kind of additions and external work on your home, especially when you live in climates that's that that's that extreme. Because I remember. Mm-hmm. I mean, and Ed will remember. And sure, you will remember too. Like I remember because I lived up near in Mount Prospect, right near O'Hare, yeah. and you know, going down Tui Avenue. Mm-hmm. From, from my home, going towards the airport, okay. and you wind up being, you know, you see when it, the weather got extreme up there. You're talking about rain, mm-hmm. then it froze, then it snowed, then it had some more, you know, some more rain on top. So you've got these different layers, and you could literally go skiing down the road if you're not careful. And, you know, people get freak out about rain here in Arizona, like this uh-huh. week with the monsoons. They don't know what they're in for no. when you have to actually go... <laughs> drive in that type of weather and you've got to be getting, careful when you're getting snow coming down at the rate of three inches an hour and the plows haven't been out and they didn't salt the no. night before you're in mm, deep trouble that's nothing and in that climate in new yeah. york chicago philly all those places you have rain you have freezing rain you have sleet you have snow you have black ice and everybody's like, well, what's the difference? There is a significant Huge difference in difference. every one of those. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, especially the black ice, the most dangerous. So people that live in Arizona, when we have 44% humidity and you're bitching, you know, <laughs> shut your trap. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> shut your trap. That's just, it, it's pretty. If you don't like it, leave. It's, it's pretty go, incredible. go back. Yeah. <laughs> well, leave. you know, but see, but that's why people, that's why you, in, you know, I never knew I mean, I obviously, you know, some people have more than one home, but never did I notice how how prevalent that was until I moved to Arizona, especially started my own company when I started Image Home Improvement. We're working on people's homes and, you know, you, well, you know, during the summer we live up north and in the wintertime, you, you know, we live in Arizona. And I'm like, you'd be amazed on what, how people are perceiving where they live and what they do. We're actually working, doing some remodeling work at a person's home here because they live in Massachusetts and they're going to be coming back in November. So we've got a couple of months. We've got to get their kitchen and bathroom remodels done. So this way, when they get here, it's all done. Everything's finished. Life is good. There's no inconvenience to them to be able to do that. And that's one of the things that we like to do, obviously, is whatever remodeling work we do, we want to get it done in the shortest period of time so that this way we inconvenience you. But if you have a summer home here in Arizona and you want to get it ready for the winter before you, you know, as we love to affectionately call all our transient people coming back and forth, it's called snowbirds. That's right. And, and they're, they, they just don't know how to drive all the time. That's the problem with snowbirds. <laughs> they... they they come from uh, Wisconsin or, you know, Minnesota, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? From, from Minnesota. Oh, yeah, sure. You betcha. We're going to go out to Arizona, you know. Oh, yeah. We're going we're gonna to drive on all sides of the road out there. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, sure. You yeah. betcha. Knock over a few sombrero. It's in the middle of the road. Oh, yeah, sure. Because the rules don't apply to us out here. No, no. We're from Minnesota. 
<laughs> I think Minnesota and Wisconsin, I think, are the worst drivers. I think he's regressing again. <laughs> I think he's regressing. Uh, oh, but mm. no, but seriously. Thanks for reminding me that, you know, summer's coming to an end and they're all, all the idiots are coming back. It'll be here. It'll be here <laughs> yeah. before you know it. I mean, we're into August already and it's just. It's just pretty incredible. It's downhill from here. So remember, if you yeah, it's downhill from there. All right, so it's time to get your act together. We're going to talk about a little bit about, you know what, as we do every year, we talk about training camp for your home. So we're going to be talking about how to get your home ready for that fall remodel come next week, as it is. Dan, what's next week? Something with the Cardinals. Oh, jeez. We're making progress. It's called preseason. <laughs> Get your act together. We're going to the Super Bowl again this year. Hey, preseason already started over in my neighborhood. Well, I know. Well, They're coming to do the traffic, practice today. All the traffic change signs and all that stuff. That's right. Because you can't get there from here. <laughs> it's that's, all up in my neighborhood. That's right. All right. We want to thank all of you for tuning in today. Make sure you check us out every week. Also online at imagehomeimprovementshow.com. Also on Facebook, Twitter, and any other kind of social media you can find. We are there. And if you ever, ever thought about not listening to this program, resistance is futile. We'll see you next week. You're a great American. I love you. Where we're moving.